0: selling chocolates
1: welcome back to c3 i'm your host oh, colin and <laughs> i'm jordan grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crimes in our crippling depression
0: i didn't know you were recording <laughs> she said
1: let's go i can't I do this was, anymore so we do like a trial so record, record before we record. start <laughs> i
0: thought he was gonna like hit it we were gonna trash it i didn't know he was like going hard in the paint <laughs>
1: So, here we are. Um, Oh, my God. What's giving you crippling depression?
0: That. (laughs) (laughs) Getting caught in four fucking gay, ultra HD. (laughs) Not the ultra HD. Also, just life. I'm fucking tired. I think I'm getting sick, and I'm about to be going away, like, over the weekend, so I'm pissed. I'm going to be ill on my vacay, so... Live, live, live. Yeah. But what about you, Colin? Mm. Other than life for you too. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah.
1: I just, she walked in and I was like, listen, bitch. I'm mad about this, 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 and this. It was like a scroll. No it was one is good. safe.
0: <laughs> and then it was like, you're going to be on it next. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the 13 reasons. I'm going to have a 29.
1: But if we want a real reason, it's because they started filming the new season of Baddies, which is Baddies East, and Stunner Girl already left the cast because she's mad at the network so i'm mad at the network
0: i thought it was because she got arrested for like kidnapping that girl
1: that was a while ago and it was never confirmed i never found mugshots or charges for that i will die on this hill stun a girl's my bitch
0: i mean go off queen like live your truth but i'm just saying
1: oh well vicky's also no longer a cast member
0: i don't that little bitch wasn't going to last anyway i'm sorry well
1: i don't know have you ever heard of black ink crew no okay well that's another reality show i don't know what uh-huh. channel that's on yeah might have been vh1 but there's a girl from black ink crew who's on this season of baddies and apparently she got into a fight with whoa vicky don't quote me because there's lots of rumors on the internet at the moment but what i know for sure is Woe vicky got into a fight with someone her face was scratched up and she left and then called the entire network demonic and is trying to sue and i'm like girl you I just know- can't you fight watched- <laughs> Five minutes of any episode of a Zeus Network TV show, you know there's fist fights, And at some point, especially if you run your mouth, you're probably going to get hit. So, like, you shouldn't have signed up to go on the show.
0: Yeah, she just wasn't meant to do it. I don't know why she was yeah, trying. she was like... As soon as I saw
1: that she was a cast member, I was like, I'm kind of excited because she probably going to talk shit and irritate people the whole time. But yeah. I was like, she's not going to last because I know she can't hold it down physically with some of these women but
0: (laughs) not hold it down physically (laughs) you know there's
1: your reality tv tea for the week
0: thanks i love it it's my favorite recap (laughs)
1: uh this is our whatever we want episode even though that's like 12 episodes too late yeah we're on it you know you know it fits the bill jordan's taking it away for us this week
0: Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Please stop clapping. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I'm going to quote my two sources right now. It was Wikipedia and all things interesting because they be slapping, okay?
1: We're also not drinking. Oh, yeah, no. Because, so, for anybody out there who gets ulcers in their mouth or canker sores, whatever the fuck you call them, look at your toothpaste ingredients. If there's sodium lauryl sulfate in it, get rid of it and get a toothpaste that doesn't have that and they'll go away.
0: Would you like to list some of those toothpaste?
1: I know I use Sensodyne, but... Period. It's the one with the green cap, and I can't remember what kind, because there's other Sensodyne ones that do have that ingredient, oh, yeah, can ruin which it. is what caused...
0: I use Sensodyne whitening. The
1: current ulcers that I do have, which is why I'm not drinking, because it just makes them worse. Live, life, love. Love. It's yours. <laughs> Go queen.
0: Thanks. So I'm covering the case of Mr. Cruel. Um, one of Australia's like top like unsolved crimes, so so we're starting off in 1987 in the suburbs of Melbourne, where trigger warning for this case sexual assault. You said Australia, right? Yes, yeah, sexual assaults.
1: True crime cases that come out of there are kind of batshit crazy. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, so sexual so.
0: assault assaults period happening. So trigger warnings at the top. Almost forgot to do that. So, here we go. He was a rapist that was known by the name of Mr. Cruel, and his attacks were carefully planned, and he left not a single trace of evidence behind. So, like, they cannot figure out who this man is. Like, how ours was, like, the Zodiac Killer. He's basically the Zodiac Killer of Austria. Like, in my brain, how I correlate them.
1: Didn't they... Wait, so this guy wasn't caught? Mm Mm-hmm. He's never been caught.
0: Okay. His kind of MO what he was force the parents onto their stomach, bind their hands and feet, and lock them in a closet. Then he would tie the child up and then he would assault if there was another child or the actual child that he was going for he would then assault them and then he would cut the phone lines and leave so he embarked on his like abduction spree when he saw four Melbourne children disappear like four back to back in 1991 but no one can stop him because no one ever identified him so his first attack was on the morning of 1987 he so he was able to detach a pane from their living room window and then made the way into the ped, into the parents bedroom and clutched the knife and a gun in the other hand he subdued them and then he used a knot that was used by sailors or at least them um, with some kind of boating experience would use so that's kind of like a trace of who he is and over the course of the next two hours he sexually assaulted their 11 year old daughter um, when he finally left he put a box of records and a blue jacket the little girl was eventually able to tell police that the intruder used the family phone to call someone during one of his breaks while he was attacking her and from what the girl heard this call was a threatening one and the man was demanding the person on the other end of the line to move their children or they would be next and he referred to the person person as a bozo so the police checked the family's phone records but there was no record of this call whatsoever and it would later become clear that this was a red herring and he was doing it purposely to confuse the investigators
1: oh uh, okay mm-hmm. he is smart mm-hmm. so this man like they never saw tire tracks nothing nothing so weird.
0: second attack was it was about a year later just days before christmas john willis and his wife and their four daughters were fast asleep in their ringwood area home which is a couple miles southeast of where the previous crime took place so he's kind of local to the area so he's scoping out local so like no one in this region is okay
1: so is he murdering all these people too? Or is he just sexually, just assaulting, sexually assaulting and then leaving?
0: And leaving. Okay. But like terrorizing them.
1: Did they ever see his face? Any of them mm-hmm. victims? He's
0: wearing like a um you know like the ski mask mm-hmm. where the eyes are cut out? And yeah. Mouth? Okay. That's what he's, he's wearing. That. So he's fully covered in all black, like gloves on and everything. Like he is one hundred percent covered.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Wearing dark blue overalls, and a dark ski mask. Here you go. should have just kept reading. Yeah, sorry. Um, It's okay. He broke into their home and held a gun to John's head, and as before, he clutched the knife with his other hand and told the parents to roll into their stomach, pound and gagged them like he did the other parents, and then the intruder assured um, them that he was only there for money, and then he cut the phone lines and made his way to the bedroom where their four daughters slept. Ten-year-old Sharon Willis, he addressed her by her name. Um, the man quite quickly woke her up blindfolded and gagged her then picked up a few items of her clothing and fled the house with her the next morning after freeing himself and noticing that the phone lines were cut john rushed next door to the neighbor's house to use the phone to call the police obviously as one fucking would however he was long gone and so was his daughter sharon
1: i apologize if anybody hears that in the background i think it's a plane
0: oh yeah there was definitely a plane going overhead 18 hours later, a woman stumbled upon a tiny figure standing on a street corner just after midnight, dressed in green garbage bags, and it was Sharon Willis. She was reunited with her family, and she gave police some startling clues about who her attacker could be. Because she was blindfolded through her assault, she wasn't able to give a full physical description, but she did recall how shortly before letting go, he made sure to give her a bath, which is like, he fucking knows what he's doing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, not only had he washed off any of, like, the evidence, but he also clipped her fingernails, brushed and flossed her teeth, clipped her toenails, like... Jesus. Oh, so he fucking knows. Okay. So, my theory is, like, he's definitely in, like, law enforcement or something where he he's knows in what in law enforcement
1: or, like, a doctor or something? Something where...
0: The he's probably the one something. testing rape kits. Literally, like, someone who obviously knows what they can use and get, or is just so like, I'm gonna do this shit and not get caught that, like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. So, they quickly tied this incident to the previous one, because they're like, wow, Fucking same MO with the family. So he struck a third time on July 3rd in 1990 in the suburb of Canterbury, Victoria, which is west of Ringwood and south of Lower Plenty. So once again, still kind of in the same area. He's not going like far and fucking wide, it doesn't seem like. So the Lana's family was there and they were a well off English family who had been renting a house on the prestigious Monmouth Avenue. This distinguished neighborhood had been a home to plenty of like Australian politicians, public officials at the time. And it was a very secure area to live in because of that. So, they were like, we're going to be okay here.
1: Plot twist. Mm. Plot twist. Plot twist.
0: On that day, Brian and Rosemary were attending a farewell party and left their two daughters home alone. Once again, they're not thinking anything and they are 15 and 13 years old. So, they're obviously in some capacity okay to be home alone for a few hours. So, it's not like they're leaving small children or anything. So, normal behavior from these parents. Unfortunately, they were awoken by Mr. Kroll once he had broken into the house and he was armed with his usual gun and knife and he instructed Nicola to go into the other room and pick up her school uniform while he tied up Fiona in her bed. And I would like to state that Nicola is the younger child. So he is going after the youngest child in the house. He then informed Fiona that her father would need to pay him 25,000 for Nicola's return. And then he took off with her in the family's rental car, which was parked in the driveway. He drove about a half a mile down the road, parked, and then transferred to another vehicle. Just 20 minutes after the abduction, Brian and Rosemary returned home and found their 15-year-old tied to the bed with the ransom note. So they were, like, just off on timing, which is horrible because 20 minutes is so fucking long, especially with them moving to different vehicles. Mm -hmm. Just then a few days later, Nicola was dropped off at an electricity station not far from her home, and she was fully dressed, wrapped in a blanket, and still blindfolded. And she was confident that he had driven away. She removed the blindfold and made her way to a nearby house. And it was just two in the morning when she called her parents. She revealed that he probably had reddish brown hair was about 5'8". And some more of the details were horrifying. She revealed that throughout her time in captivity, she was forced to lay down into a neck brace contraption, fastened on the bed to restrain her while she was being abused. So she couldn't fight back. So he basically had her like head trapped down, arms in hand, like, completely immobilized um she did claim that she heard him speaking aloud to another person but she never heard a response and they weren't entirely sure if this was another one of his red herrings or if there really was somebody there or like what was going on because the phone call was fake so they weren't sure if this was to throw her off as well i'm assuming it was to throw her off as well months after they moved back to england nicola told investigators that she heard a low-flying aircraft while she was in the abductor's home And so investigators thought this meant that he lived near, like, nearby the Tullamarine airport and that it was directly, like, in the flight path. So I was about to, like, triangulate my location. So we're going to skip that. (laughs) 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 On April 13th, 1991, Mr. Crow once again broke into the home of John and Phyllis Chan, an affluential um, district again. And that night, they had trusted their 13-year-old daughter to watch over their two younger siblings. Seems like he knew this, as he knew every other time what the routine was, or if the parents were going to be gone, and what the kids' names were, because he always addressed and them by is their the name. And the
1: same neighborhood every time.
0: Not the same neighborhood, but in the same area. So the first two weren't in like the super like richy parts of town, but they were still nice areas. And mm-hmm. these are more in like the rich areas. Okay. At least at the time when these happened, these were more like affluential areas. So this had like Watch high them security be like gates. A like uh,
1: house cleaner for these people, or, or something. something.
0: Yeah, they were definitely like in nicer areas. Mm-hmm. Um but these these two that I'm the fir- the last one and this one um very rich neighborhoods. So you know, you'd think you have more security and stuff like that within them.
1: Yeah, I'm leaning more towards less of a police like a law enforcement or doctor now and more towards because they were rich families, they were paying this man for a service. Yeah. So he was there enough to like mm. But I don't know, because then you'd think that the kids would recognize his voice.
0: Exactly. Something. It's weird. So obviously detectives were on the lead that, like, he was fucking watching these people for weeks or even months ahead of time, which makes sense because he knew what the plans were. He knew what the kids' names were. He knew what their routine was to be able to break in. So roughly at 8.40 that evening, Carmine and one of her sisters headed to the kitchen to make some food and they were started by Mr. Cruel in his ski mask and his gray tracksuit. I only want your money, he lied to all three girls forcing the two younger siblings into Carmine's wardrobe in a claim that he wanted her by himself to show him where the money was and he pushed the bed in front of the closet to keep the two youngest sisters locked in so they couldn't escape. The minutes later, the two frightened sisters managed to push open the wardrobe and immediately called their dad at the restaurant they were like well what the fuck like help us and by the time that the police and the family arrived they knew what to expect and they thought of like his crime scenes as per use. and the investigators found a note written in large bold letters to the family that said payback asian drug dealer more more to come but after combing through his background this was found to just be another red fucking herring as per use. so they're wasting time looking into this and it's nothing so once again he's off the fucking trail days later the encrypted letter was posted in the newspaper using a cipher for someone to be able to decrypt and they offered a hefty $300,000 ransom in exchange for the safe return of their daughter. So that abduction triggered one of the biggest manhunts in Australian history known as Operation Spectrum. So multi-million dollar and it took tens and thousands of police hours. Obviously the shit was getting real serious and they had a little girl so they were like let's get on this shit. Sadly she would never be reunited with her family and nearly one year after her abduction on April 9th 1992, a man walking his dog in a close by area came across her fully decomposed skeleton. Oh no. So, unfortunately, she was one who did not make it from They're probably
1: attack. hoping that since all the other victims...
0: Had made it that she might be released mm, as well. So, obviously, he escalated. The autopsy revealed that she had been shot three times in the head, execution style, and probably not long after her abduction. So, obviously, they're like, why the fuck did he kill her and not everybody else? And they think her mother theorizes that because her daughter was stubborn and would have fought against her... And she likely learned too much about him to let her go. So she was being too nosy, too there to be let free, which is unfortunate because that's always what you're taught to do, especially as a woman. Mm-hmm. to pay attention, make herself more human. And unfortunately, in this case, that was not the thing that was working in her favor. So Operation Spectrum continued for the next few years and 40 members of the task force investigated over 27,000 potential suspects, collected over tens and thousands of tips from the public and searched for over 30,000 houses in the hopes of turning up a clue and they never did. So it was eventually gotten rid of for good in 1994 and with it went any potential leads for the Cool craze. However, in 2022, long after the operations task force was disbanded, reports surfaced that an unidentified criminal had came forward 20 years earlier and told detectives that he knew who Mr. Cruel was and the man claimed that the culprit was a known criminal named Norman Longley whose house supposedly matched what the victim said about his house but the trail ran cold from there. That same year an investigator named Mike King went public with the theory that Mr. Cruel's attacks were targeted to the areas that had electrical substations nearby suggesting that the culprit may have posed as a utility worker but yet again the case ran cold so mr cool is still unidentified Hmm. so
1: yeah i don't like that yeah
0: me either but that's one of their like biggest cold cases like the zodiac killer for us is the mr cool so i wish they i wish they would find him especially because that poor one girl you know like and i i did skim over because there were like a few more details but i'm not very comfortable talking about like child sexual assault well, so yeah some you know i didn't want to go into super detail but i also don't want to take away from their story so mm. i did include like some of their quotes and stuff
1: oh yeah but usually you just a... leave out the details and yeah, just leave it so out. There... sexual assault and then
0: yeah skirted around it but um like the girl, some of the girls did talk about like their time and stuff in the house. And I hope that they find him, even if it's like the Golden State Killer, how they find him like when he's really old, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Like some kind of justice for these girls are needed. I hope and so. And especially too. for these families who went through that horrific fucking ordeal, you know? Like nobody fucking deserves It's to go crazy
1: that. that he got away with it that yeah. much.
0: And he, he just knew what to get rid of. I mean, I they were all so. combed, clipped, washed, everything. It's
1: fucking not crazy.
0: Yeah. So they unfortunately I don't know who did it but I can see like you posing as a utility worker to get around the house and sneak through it has to be someone A who knew what they were doing and B was like posing to be able to be in those areas yeah,
1: to like get near the people mm-hmm. especially to be around them long enough to fucking learn their patterns know, that, and much know stuff. that stuff
0: yeah it's very scary anyway my PSA for this week is fucking close your blinds and lock your doors as soon as you come in the house <laughs> and don't trust anybody that you don't already know And even them, don't trust them.
1: Period. (sighs) All right. Well.
0: Take it away, Colin. Maybe yours is more upbeat.
1: We'll see what happens. That
0: shrug said no. Okay. (laughs) Great. So,
1: (laughs) it's probably going to be short. I swear, it feels like I'm researching for hours when I do research. And I I think it's because I pull out my phone, like, every 10 minutes and, like, do something. Because it's just, I have a terrible...
0: Terrible at you, focusing. because sometimes I feel like I go really hard, and then I read my story, and I'm like, wow, this sounds like shit. Yeah, or like... But, like, I really put in, like, time yeah, to pull I, in yeah, the sources up. Yeah, so, like, up. this
1: was, like, a two-hour process, yeah. but I look, and now it's only, like, six little paragraphs, so it's just, it is what it is, and then I talk fast. I don't fast. know how people be putting on, I like, hour-and-a-half-long right? shows.
0: I'm like, what are y'all doing in preparation? Please give me the tips.
1: <laughs> so... On April twenty fifth, two thousand seven, officers arrived on scene to discover the bodies of German police officer twenty two year old Michelle starts with a K and I don't want to mess sweater? it K Switter yeah Maybe. that sounds Looks good like we'll it. go with that I peeped over. and her partner both shot in the head oh. laying on the ground the next to their vehicle guns and handcuffs stolen that's an intro yes. So, DNA was collected from the scene, and when results came back, it was connected to over 40 crime scenes, including six murders, as well as burglaries, dating back as far as 1993. Huh? These (laughs) crime scenes took place in various places throughout Austria, France, and Germany, and the DNA was found to be a woman of Eastern European descent.
0: Okay, bitch is on the move.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's from, at this point in time, 1993 to 2007. With over 40... You said 1987? <laughs> 1997. Wait, no. 2007
0: to 1993. That's
1: 14 fucking years. So, the murder connections included the killing of, 62-year-old, of a 62-year-old woman who is said either on the 25th slash 26th of May in 1993, 61-year-old... A 61-year-old man. It didn't give me any of the names. Mm -hmm. On March 21st, 2001, a car used to transport bodies of three Georgians killed on January 30th in 2008. What? And the car of an auxiliary nurse who was found dead at the end of October in 2008, and then a whole fucking string of burglaries and stuff like that. So the murders were cold cases. And other people had been arrested for the robberies that had taken place. Yeah, so, it's so like the wrong a little, people are in fucking jail. Little confusing. However, they had dubbed this woman the Phantom of Heilbronn. Heilbronn. Don't know how to pronounce that one either. And the Phantom had managed to avoid being seen on CCTV. And when witnesses described her, they even sometimes said that she looked like a man. Then love in, that for in me. March but not of, really. and like I said, this was very quick because I got two more paragraphs and then we're done oh shit unfortunately wow so... you really said whiplash mm-hmm. in March of 2009 they were trying to identify the body of a burned corpse they found in 2002 they were re-examining the fingerprints of a male asylum seeker that were taken from his application the DNA of the long dubbed phantom of hail was found in his fingerprints and they were like confused as fuck because they were like that doesn't make sense how is that possible and as there was no way that her DNA could be there they redid the test using a new swab, and it came back without her DNA. So they're like, what the fuck? And it so happened that all of the cotton swabs used for these DNA tests came from the same factory, <gasps> Griner Bio One International AG, who also happened to have mostly women of Eastern European descent employed. Therefore, the Phantom never actually existed, and all these murder cases had to start over. So yeah, she <laughs> They were... It was, in theory, Europe's, like, most notorious serial killer, but it wasn't even actually a serial killer. It's just contaminated cotton swabs from the same factory. And I was kind of shook. I was making the face that Jordan's making currently. <laughs> Whenever I started to read it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm covering this. And it was a quick one, but I was like, what?
0: No. Yeah. it's
1: so like, 14-plus years of investigations all <laughs> fucked up because I heard this non-existent woman.
0: What? <laughs> This one lady, give her her tenure. She's been <laughs> working for 14 years and <laughs> not to be a murderer. Give her her fucking tenure. That's crazy. Write
1: her a check.
0: Oh my fucking God.
1: Could you imagine if they just showed up and like, she tried to do um, 23 and me and she gets arrested the next yeah, day. She's like, confused as fuck? <laughs> fuck. She's like, like, I just
0: work at the cotton factory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's not funny. It's just so like, what?
1: Mm-hmm. So the first one, I didn't go into the other murders, but those cops did end up getting killed by German terrorists. Oh my God. That's and horrible. And they were, those people were arrested. I, I think there's a whole case about it. So maybe I can cover that at some point. Be like, you know, multiverse. I thought about doing it at the end of this because that was a short one, but yeah.
0: You really said bamboozle, bitch. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was like really ready for some shit cause I was like, damn, 14 years. This shit crazy. Yeah, this
1: bitch has been on the run. No,
0: she's just a hard working woman at this cotton factory <laughs> fucking shit up on accident. <laughs> she's confused and doesn't even know it.
1: Right. That's she scary has though. no idea. She's going home watching Criminal Minds being like, wow, I really hope they catch the phantom. And she is <laughs> the phantom. She's just
0: watching the news. She's like, wow, this is so scary. And it's secretly her. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. Someone also, ball? I love that they're like a consistent buyer though. Like, they were like, yeah, this is going to be the factory we're going to buy from.
1: <laughs> well, the problem is...
0: Were they the only place it? was place popping up
1: it? everywhere. So, like, there was a sh- whole string of cases. Like, I said from... It was Austria, Germany... Oh, shit, I forgot you mentioned so it, was it was a bunch all of different of places. They were like, this fucking bitch is... Not on only the move. she's on the move interacting with all kinds of people, robbing all kinds of places and killing all kinds of people and it it was I think in sometime in two thousand seven, like before they even found out, they were like, This is probably due to contaminants that's happening, but it's just funny that it's because of that one fucking factory.
0: Was know. she Were they not like Wearing gloves I feel like you have to know. wear gloves Was she... she just like Wiping her hair back so And just fucking like the, Getting the shit on those her Those particular
1: cotton swabs Were It said they were deemed Sterile But they were not meant For the collection of DNA
0: Why Were they using them then I don't know
1: so, there, since then, there have been... My lisp is significantly worse because of my tongue at the moment. It's okay. So I just
0: want the answers. Uh, I don't I'm care just, how you I'm say it. I'm
1: apologizing to the other people. Oh, I don't care you Because I know it's you guys not normally as bad.
0: <laughs> Mind your business this week.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. So, there have been laws now passed that, like, further
0: further restrictions
1: have been placed on what you can and can't use to collect DNA.
0: They're just like, yeah, this Q-tip I got out of my bathroom this morning. <laughs> perfect open the bag it in. like what that's so fucking crazy i love that that was a very good ender mm-hmm.
1: so yes yeah, so it was sucks that a
0: lot of those cases like got railroaded for nothing yeah unfortunately but hopefully but, like, at least it wasn't this prolific and, fucking like, killer mm-hmm.
1: hopefully they've the gone time. back and like reevaluated and figured, figured them out yeah, yeah. for sure well, i mean that means the right people were arrested for the burglaries
0: hopefully that's why I was like, "Damn, all those people were wrongly convicted. That's crazy." <laughs>
1: yeah, that's why I didn't want to give it away with by being like, "Yeah, this one's lighthearted" because it starts out with the dead bodies of. I mean, it's yeah, you own...
0: really went like fucking hard. <laughs> you opened the door and said, "Surprise, Shoddy." <laughs> <I. laughs>
1: yeah, honestly, one of my favorite cases that I've covered because even I was shook reading it to get to because I was like, "Oh my god," there's not. It's rare that there's like notorious like woman serial killers yeah. and I was like I can't wait to find out who this bitch is so no one
0: just a factory worker doing <laughs> her job her
1: fucking business
0: literally living her life making her little <laughs> cotton swabs
1: probably loves it too she's yeah. just like packing she's them on like, she's like oh,
0: let me just oh, this one's out of place <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one that gets fucking used <laughs> yeah so that poor lady I hope she's doing okay probably like when she found out that she was like oh my god <laughs> I would have so much guilt right that I fucked all that shit up. Mm. And not even on purpose.
1: It's okay. Hopefully that she didn't she's feel still cause scared it's the phantoms out there somewhere. And just has <laughs> no, just idea, has that no idea, idea that she was the one fucked her. it up. <laughs> Living in bliss.
0: <laughs> she's like fucking watching every corner. And she's like, oh. <laughs> it's just her.
1: She's going to be like, oh, I went to a haunted house the one time. And I came around a corner too fast. And they had a mirror there. And that was the only thing that got me to scream that entire time was myself because i like came at me too fast (laughs) towards the mirror and that's probably like her in the in the bathroom (laughs) she's like (laughs) has no fucking clue yeah so if you're here and by that i mean thank you danielle for listening still once again love you (laughs) kisses does she ever talk to you about like us talking to her directly (laughs)
0: Um, this week she has not listened yet, so I can't wait for her to listen to the one of us <laughs> <laughs> directly, and then get this one.
1: Well, you can send me a text message when you're listening, Danielle.
0: Tell us how much you love us yeah, and shit. Period, in group chat. or at
1: least be like, "Oh my god, this was so funny!" Colin do it again, or like, <laughs> "Wow, you really bamboozled me!"
0: Like, stroke my ego or something, please, and thank you. <laughs> this is a true test. Listen, Mom.
1: she was on one episode. They came into Walmart the next day. <laughs> While I was working. And I. Ha- I forgot so he was working. We have set fucking paths. When we're shopping. And I happen to be in the area that they were. And I ended up in two aisles. And in the second aisle. Danielle's just like. Oh my god. I was on one episode. And these fans are just following me.
0: <laughs> she was like. Please stop taking photos. Please. I was a covering her moment. face with a fucking cereal box. Uh, what a time! Yeah,
1: so text me Danielle, and if any, I looked at the map and I see listeners in Germany and shit like that. Tell so, us like,
0: how you feel you about the lady in the cute get
1: a hold of, of one of us. Like I will Facetime you. Just talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell like, <laughs> us how you really feel, please. Like I just need to know because we've gotten zero feedback other than when I like press one of my friends to be like, "Hey, how do I, what needs fixed about this?" and one was that I need to sound less scripted. So I think I've done that now. I fixed the sound to an extent. I mean, I just know, I know all that clicky clickings now in the background, but Hey. Sorry. Know,
0: I was just doing my we're job. We're kind
1: of authentic. I live in a house that has
0: We live in the house.
1: But <laughs> I live in a house that has f- five fucking people in it, soon to be seven, and
0: You said and they were roommates? <laughs> and they were roommates. They were roommates and Yeah. Thank you for being here
1: i don't want to go over the patreon tiers again right now
0: please just support us please and thank you
1: so there's a dollar five dollars and fifteen dollars they each do different things we're going to start the horror movie shit next month period as soon as i get off here we're going to pick the horror movie Um, i'm not editing the bonus content that's supposed to come out tonight tonight because i'm very stressed out i will edit it tomorrow as soon as i get home from work and it will be posted Danielle's not quaking in her boots to listen to it anyways. <laughs> and Thank you for all who are here. I love you. And that's on murder.
0: Thank you. Love you's murder period. Bye. Bye. <laughs>